I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out, the podcast that's here to update you on all the gay happenings in the U.S. and around the globe. From the West oh, Coast, I'm Liam's Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. We recorded this episode <laughs> a few weeks ago before all of the chaos that is all of the cancellations of our favorite shows happened. So we just want to talk a little bit about that at the top of this episode because this whole episode is us talking about those shows. We should preface. Yeah, we wanted to preface the episode because we still want to release it because we have we a lot still to say have feelings. Yeah. About these shows. But we also want to explain why so many times in this episode we're going to be saying like, well, in next season of The Wilds, which, of course, now. No, uh, it's not happening. We know it's not happening. Um, so, yeah. So, listen, nobody is pleased about this. No, I also would just like to say, I think I saw this. Any of you who are out, who are out there who are super pissed off. You should be. I'm pissed off. <laughs> We're all pissed off. I've been screaming for a week straight. I yeah. Mean- so uh, Netflix canceled First Kill. Amazon canceled The Wilds. Gentleman Jack's not getting another season. Like a million different lesbian, Batwoman. A million different shows that have incredible queer representation and also very importantly, queer women of color representation. Yeah. have gotten canceled. And yep. it's horrible. We are here for you. We still want to have this episode where we talk about all the things that we loved about those shows because we still love them. 
We still love them. So we're going to talk Big about sigh. this. Huge sigh. I also saw the tweet from Valerie Ann from Autostraddle that said that we should start talking about cancellations as a new form of barrier gaze. And I'm very much here for that because I think canceling these Correct. shows is another form of trauma for us. So thank mm-hmm. you for that. Uh, Netflix, all of these other Amazon s- streaming services. You're everything. really doing us. Yeah. Doing a great job. I also would like to say, sorry, I know this is a long intro, but we have, I have thoughts. <laughs> Welcome to season six. Welcome. I also saw on Twitter, people were like, let's start a streaming service only for women. And I just want to mention that there already are a bunch of streaming services that are doing a really good job of this. And so we should be supporting them. Lesflix is doing it. Revry TV is doing it incredibly. They have mm-hmm. all kinds of shows on there. And the best way for us to get them to be able to produce the kind of shows that streaming services like Netflix and Amazon can create is mm-hmm. to spend money on them. There's also Amanda Holland started Fruity Productions, which is trying to do merch sales to help fund queer media that they want to produce and also is providing a space for filming. So yeah, I mean there are there are options obviously listen, it is hard and it is hard because we we certainly know how hard it is as queer content creators out there to fund these projects. It's difficult. So we're not thrilled, but we do have lots of thoughts that we want you to hear in this episode, and we will probably be coming right back around to this topic some other time soon oh, uh, yes. this season to to unpack some more of our thoughts <laughs> on things. Until then, here's what's happening this week. This week in the lesdom. This week in the lesdom is a place where you can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We are very, very excited because the countdown is on to the flame live at 54 below September 15th. You can get your tickets online. We have the cast stacked and ready to go. It's it's bonkers. Jen Colella will be playing Joe again, which you can't you can't see me because I don't want to clap too loudly into my mic, but I'm clapping a lot. Like, I'm clapping for everyone. Let's, I'm just going to keep it going the whole time. If for nothing else, like you need to come to the show to see Jen live singing Car Ride from Hell with Lee and Valerie because yes, I sold. need to see that. And you need to come watch Ellie and I sing to each other about what best friends we are. <laughs> yes, Lee and I will be reprising our roles <laughs> as Jamie and Heather. We have Mackenzie Dade playing Rachel. We have Tiffany Francis as Sam and JJ Neiman will be playing Harold. We only have to cast, have left to cast the narrator, but we have a pretty stacked cast already and we are so excited. Very, very excited. We are also excited because we are kicking off season six with some extra special episodes for our Patreon supporters. So if you want to check out our bonus Patreon episodes, our first one comes out today. And if you've ever wanted to hear Ellie and I scream at each other about how much we hate kissing Jessica Stein for approximately 90 minutes straight, Get ready. Um, now's your chance. <laughs> Join our Patreon today. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. And you get those episodes for as little as $2 a month. So I am so excited about those episodes, too. <laughs> They're going to be a blast. 
in the greater Les universe. Our Twitter has been such a fun place. I just feel like Twitter in general, there's chaos, there's hilarity. There's a tweet that Lee sent over to me (laughs) that states from Dolly Parton, we have spoken about Dolly um, in a few episodes. It says, it's hard to top a friend like Cher. Listen, I just want you to know the lesbians reacted exactly like you would have hoped that they would in such a situation. Exactly. The comments on that post were everything I dreamed of and more. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) The question is, like, do we think these are two tops fighting against each other? Or like, (laughs) or Dolly's just like, it's hard to top share and like, I don't need, like, I'm power bottoming this. You know, I guess the world will just have to wait to find out, Ellie. I don't have have those answers for you. We just know it's hard to top her. (laughs) Um, What I do know is that also Netflix is going to be making more Fear Street movies. And if you haven't heard me yell about the Fear Street movies in a while, um, don't worry. I'm still here. I'm, I'm still in love with them. I have not seen any confirmation yet about whether they will be gay AF. They better be. So Netflix... Please. You got some making up to do. That's all. You really do. That leads us to our next thing, which is the hashtag cancel Netflix was trending. (laughs) And I understand why, because they canceled first kill and they've been canceling so much of our shit. So if you want to cancel your Netflix subscription and subscribe to some of those other streaming services we mentioned at the top of the episode, please. We support you. We support you. And we'll figure out a way to get you to watch Fear Street at some point. (laughs) That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And we are so excited, beyond excited, could not be more excited to bring you our very first episode of season six, Gays of the Union. Gays of the Union, unite. <laughs> are we the gays of the union? I don't or are know. are we giving the I gays think we're of the giving, union we are, address? We are giving How does it the, work? I think we're giving the gays of the union the address, right? Okay. Everyone listening are the gays of are the, the union. Are the gays of the union? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Something Either like way. that. Either way, we are here to debrief on the previous year and all of the television that existed. And we're going to talk about it because there was a lot of shit that came out last year. <laughs> I feel like we're spending so much time trying to find a fancy punny way to be like, we're going to talk gay shit at you. Of course, we're going to talk gay shit. at. Why are we? What are we pretending we're going to do anything else? <laughs> Why it's, do we have We're kicking show? off the season. <laughs> Let's talk about all the gay shit that's been happening. OK, here we go. That's it. And I'm sure, we we've t- I'm sure we've talked about some of these over the season, and hopefully we will still be talking about more of these in the upcoming season. Yeah, but we're, we're coming at your recap style now. That's Let's all. Let's do it. We're Let's just it. we're going to hit some of the big ones because you know how this everyone. Listen, we're six seasons in. If you don't know how this works, then like, welcome. You must be new here. What a joy to have you. <laughs> welcome. Um, <laughs> and if you have been here for a while, then. You understand we we're going to be we have some already coming up episodes dedicated to like in depth get into some of these things. But otherwise, like sometimes we don't manage to get to everything on a full episode. So we just want to make sure we're covering all of the stuff. That's all we want to cover all the stuff. Exactly. So all at once and not have to like have coherent thoughts and like a, a topic. So we're just yeah, going to yell wait. about the things. <laughs> the first one that I want to talk about is one that we've mentioned before in other episodes, but. I really want to talk about First Kill, Lee. I mean, you know I do, too. <laughs> so, First Kill came out at the end of season five, right? Yes. And I don't know about you, but, like, I binged the shit out of that show. Like, oh, yeah. We watched it in, For like, sure. two nights, probably. 
Okay, well, it took me a little longer than that, but still uh, very, it was very quick. So bingeable. We talked about this a little bit during the crush episode, but let's just talk about, first of all, the premise. Before mm-hmm. the show even came out, everyone knew the lesbians were going to freaking love it because lesbians love vampires. Mm-hmm. Like, we love a vampire. Also, and we love a we love a vampire hunter. I mean, like we are, we have strong Buffy roots. Don't, yeah, don't doubt us, right? So I'm like, this is literally Buffy and Angel. Yes, but very, different. but somehow less high schoolish. Is that bad? Is that a bad thing? You think like that somehow less less high school than Buffy I and think Angel? So. Yeah, mm. because of the sex scenes. <laughs> That's what you're. That's, I wasn't actually going there, but you're not wrong. But that's like you're not wrong because I feel like it's a very high school show. What do you mean? Like they're so like stupid and I stupid think in their I love. Mean, I feel like Angel was more of a high school girl than either of these high school girls. Are. Okay, that is valid, right? Yes. Like, tell me, tell me that you can't picture Angel sitting like underneath the gym bleachers with like a diary being like I just had a lot of feelings about Buffy today that you could picture Calliope doing that lies no yeah yeah yeah. no Angel is at home with a guitar writing songs (laughs) that's what I'm saying okay so Angel is Juliet though in this scenario right and Calliope is Buffy so (laughs) I think Juliet is pretty angel-like right like she's so like dramatically obsessed with this girl like she is like it's and he is you're not wrong it has like i think that vampires always are in in media right but also i can't picture juliet just being like i'm gonna do some tai chi next to a roaring fire and 500 candles right like okay yes we're leaning a little more into like the vampires are just like us not like vampires live underneath the ground in a mausoleum (laughs) well and it's also okay sorry i we're we're going so far too deep in this already but you know what i do enjoy about it even though from a premise standpoint i understand it zero percent but one of the things that they just glossed over whole wholeheartedly in first kill that i'm like fascinated by are the logistics of them having children because the whole generations right like Juliet has a family that includes like her parents and her older sister and her grandmother yes. and they're all like generationally age appropriate and i'm like did you make vampire babies and is that how vampires make babies in this universe and if not what because what's really what i love about it is it allowed them to give us two age appropriate teenagers having the relationship and rather avoids than a 500 year old yes, man avoiding the buffy and and, <laughs> and twilight issues of having like a teenage girl who's in love with a 600 year old man who should yes. have no interest in a 17 year old that always gets kind of problematic and icky and this didn't because you're just you get to just be like i guess she's also 17 a fine why not sure so i was under the impression that if you were a legacy vampire you were born and if you were they never explain it 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 makes no sense if you were not a legacy it, it would be like you were created that's what i thought like legacy vampires have to be like birthed that's what i figured I don't know. I'm just trying to picture the kind of cravings you have uh, during your pregnancy as a vampire. Anyways, that this <laughs> I, we've gone. Hello, everyone. Welcome, Welcome to Let's back. Hang Out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome back. Well, okay, so let's talk about a few things, though, that we like okay. about the lesbian rep in First Kill. The sex against a tree. Here the sex Did I say that we already? Know that I've Lee said loves. that already. It's fine. I mean, I love that, too. You already know that Juliet is a lesbian from the beginning. There's not really, yes. like, a coming out kind of scenario. Same yes. with Calliope. Calliope has an ex-girlfriend that comes back, too, right? So it's like... <laughs> The lesbian aspects of it aren't the issue here. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, our families are feuding and we can't be together. Not like, we're two girls and it's so hard. And I'm a fan of that. Yes. I am a fan of that. I'm also like, I didn't know it until I saw someone did make a meme of First Kill that I've like, I've probably seen, but I hadn't super internalized it yet of like the fell first, fell harder, right? Where they were like, Juliet fell first, like Cal fell harder. And I do love ships that you can break down into like that dynamic so readily and I do love this about them because the other thing that I saw was someone who was like the first episode of First Kill is so funny when you realize that like when you see it from each of their perspectives that like Juliet is like I'm in a rom-com and then Calliope is just like gonna kill this bitch yeah like what (laughs) what is happening because she does right like she starts the whole season being like gonna fucking kill a vampire and then by the end of the season she's like I will kill a bitch who comes near you and I'm like I love that love that for them I do love it for them here for it I also love I know this is not actually canon lesbian but i love that we also have like some non-canon ships that the people moms. are throwing you mean around. you ship the moms. moms yeah you I just sh- mean you want to see the moms kiss on each yes. other's faces i yes. get it i'm like well at least one of the moms is not really you know in a good place with her husband so like things could happen like you don't yeah. know yeah. Um, also, there's this, trouble in paradise in, this in is, the <laughs> vampire hunting household. That's all. This is not a lesbian thing. We said this in our crush episode, but like, I just love. I also love how bad it is. L- okay, listen. Here's, <laughs> sorry, I need to. <clears throat> I need to settle. That is this. subjective. You know me. I need, I need everyone. Get, please don't come for me. But you know, I need. I, I love how okay. Ellie. I love how I, just, I'm like, taking off the uh, I'm taking off the hoodie for this. this oh my is, god, I'm ready. The zip up hoodie is coming off so that I'm like fully I need freedom of movement to express my feelings about this. Okay, listen. Listen. Oh no, I'm I'm caught in my wires. Hold on. Okay. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. <laughs> listen everybody. Here's the thing. As somebody who has never watched I made it, I'm going to say 20 or 30 minutes into pilot episode of Riverdale before giving up on it, Mm. okay? Don't come for me. It just, there was a lot of shirtless male abs happening, and I was like, I don't know if this is the show for me. So, my point is, I've never watched the show, but I did just make it way further into, I think I made it to, like, season three or four of reading somebody's, like, Twitter thread recap of the whole series as has happened so far. Hilarious. It is bananas bonkers chaos crazy okay and so here's the thing like here and i understand all of the people being like oh but it it doesn't even make any sense and like the soundtrack is chaotic and like (laughs) what is even happening and the special effects all correct all valid points and at the end of the day so what so what you tell me that there are not equally insane straight shows that we just don't even pay any attention to 
Nobody blinks twice at Riverdale anymore. I watched how many seasons of Pretty Little, Pretty Little Liars, Liars back and- in the day. Like, listen, it's fine. It's fine. it's fine. It's great. We deserve this. We have, we don't get these shows. Yes. I want this. I want it. I want I- vampires that have to get pregnant and push tiny little baby vampires out how does one nurse a baby vampire who even knows knows? it doesn't matter it's not the point (laughs) a husband who eats his wife's mother and like it just happens like it's fine i I want a absolutely like kludged in half thought through adam and eve in the garden biblical snake reason for vampires to exist that take over your husband's body and now he's got snake eyes and it keeps eating people that's what i want it's i want that plus lesbians that is exactly this is the show of my dreams that's all i'm that's all i'm asking for that's all i agree so if anyone hasn't seen it start watching it let us know what you think and Netflix, season two. Okay, listen, granted, we are recording this like a little bit ahead of the season starting. So like maybe we've gotten our renewal notice, but if we haven't yet, I am I am up- upset. That's all. All right, let's talk a little bit. Um, let's switch gears into a, I'll just say more well-produced show. <laughs> um, hi- more highbrow. <laughs> Gentleman Jack, what did you think of season talk two? Talk about Lee? differing budget levels, yeah, yeah. right? What did you like, think of se- season two of Gentleman Jack, Lee? Um, okay, listen, there are things that I love and hated about season two of General Jack. Number one, I just love Anne and Anne. I can't, I can't pretend that I don't. I love them. So Ellie has not watched I know, I haven't yet. seen Everyone, it, so I'm just so, so you know. sorry. So I'm about to spoil everything for Ellie, and I apologize for it's none fine. of it. But I think I told you already that, like, I really enjoyed, from, like, a gay perspective, I super enjoyed the shift in from season one to season two, because season one was very... Like, it's a lot of the things about period pieces that I feel like for you and I, Ellie, we, like, get tired of in period pieces, right? Where you're like, oh, the angst and longing. the hiding yeah, and yeah. the longing and the coming to terms with your sexuality in a world that doesn't even know how to make sense of it because it doesn't exist, right? Yes. And, like, that's fine. I mean, I'm listen, I'm not against it. I don't, like, dislike the pining angstiness and I don't dislike the whole, like, uh, a stolen glance and I made you blush by touching your hand with my hand on the cité. Like, okay, fine, <laughs> sure. But that's not the point. Season two, like, comes out the gate swinging with, like, lesbian drama. <laughs> it's yes. just, it is bonkers. You have, like, Everything like start to finish is just kind of being like trouble in paradise with our lesbians now because it's like Anne and Anne are married, but Anne is sure drinking a lot and Anne is sure getting some drama from her ex. <laughs> and and it's just it's oh god chaotic in the best way that just like feels very relatable to be like, hey, even in the 1830s, lesbians were fucking crazy and like their drama was off the hook. And it's real. I could buy that. Like, I can totally buy the letters that Mariana keeps sending to to Ann Lister being like just the 1830s equivalent of being like, you up. Like, <laughs> and you're like, what is why? Happening? Also, she, yeah, like historically, are you do you like look into the history of anything I, at I'm all? Not or at all. like not because I'm like, I'm I probably if, should. I'm curious if that is like letters that they were playing off of. I don't know, because if they are, these chicks were ruthless. Like, they were just unhinged. Unhinged, like, 
old-timey lesbians. I don't know, dude. Mariana's fucking crazy in this. She's like, I'm so sick and my whole life has lost meaning and I just don't know what to do with myself now that you have found another and I can't stop thinking about you and I'm so miserable and I might just have to kill myself. And you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm looking this up right now and it does say that their relationship was real at least. She's like the fucking yeah. psychotic ex. Yeah. And I I kind of love it. Here's the only thing I hate about it and I know you're going to I know you're going to appreciate this with me because I know you will hate it as well. So because Mariana is so like just so despondent and so depressed and so sad and so just sick over everything and so Ann Lister goes to visit her at her house and leaves Ann Walker at Shibden and goes to see her and Mariana keeps like throwing herself at her mm-hmm. left and right, right? And she's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Like I took a vow and like I just, I can't do that to Anne and all this stuff. And then the last night she's there. She does it. She does anyways. And Damn I don't Anne. love it. I don't love it at all. And Mariana's like, fucking eating like just eating shit the whole I'm like, time she is like so I'm happy like, wait eating what so, <laughs> nothing it's so just so like over the moon she is like i knew you still loved me and i feel so much better i haven't slept so well in years and you're like oh my I god hate it. and I kept waiting for shit to hit the fan. Like, I kept waiting for that to come up. And they, like, totally have Ann Walker, like, reference, like, kind of knowing about it, like, throughout the season. But, like, nothing ever happens with it. No come to Jesus moment. No. And I was really disappointed because I was like, she's supposed to be, like, such a principled person. And I was pissed. So, in a general sense, like, you know me and you know I hate the, like, cheating storyline. Yes. Really disappointed in that. But from the standpoint of like watching a show kind of just become like unhinged gay chaos, I was totally Here into it. it. <laughs> also, I'm like thing to not like. It got canceled. Um, <laughs> yes, but I have seen things where it's like HBO decided not to renew it. I haven't seen whether officially like BBC has decided they're not going to produce any more seasons because I feel like it's similar to like the Winona Earp sci-fi thing, right? Mm. Where it's like sci-fi wasn't doing the show, but they were like funding a lot of it and showing it right like it was like airing on sci-fi and so i don't know exactly where it leaves it and i haven't seen anything concrete yet about like whether it is coming back or not but listen credit to jenna and jack for one thing because one thing i will say is when you get a lot of these shows where you're just like dude you don't know that you're getting another season like please stop ending on a cliffhanger yeah what i love about jenna and jack is they did it with season one and they do it again in season two it's like they're well, sort of. It's like there are a million like storyline threads that like are just left dangling like you have no idea where they're going. But at the end of the day, it's like they end the season on this really nice like, you know, Ann Walker like apologizing for like having doubted like their relationship together and Ann Lister being like, it's OK, like nobody else in the world is going to want the two of us together except for the two of us. And like 
as long as we believe in this, like, that's okay. And then they just, like, ride their little carriage off into the sunset together, like, the same way they did in season in one, season you know, one, where it's yeah. like, there were a million things left hanging, but you were like, but they got married and they're walking off together being and married. And you're like, fine. Yeah, yeah. props to you for knowing how to, like, end on a satisfying note if you're not coming back, because, like, you could leave it there and you'll be like, but what happened with the coal pits? Who yeah, cares? who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> it will not keep me up at night the way that it would if it had been like, and then Anne Walker storms out of Shibden into the night and you don't know you where no they're clue. left yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like no like yeah wrap up the important like foundation of your story because then co- like whatever whatever comes comes and like at least we like have the resolution of like and they're happy together and that's what yes that's, that's what's important um another period piece that came out last year our flag means death did you watch this lee i still have it and i feel terrible i okay, need to find so- someone uh i need i need to steal because so- that's also hbo right yeah yeah, see, and I don't have HBO is the problem. So how I are you watching Gentleman Jack, Jack, Jack on BBC? Because I do get BBC and I can rec- I recorded the whole season on my DVR. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Classic. Okay, well, I Because did- I'm a millennial, not a Gen Z, and I don't have an HBO log and someone hook me up, okay? Please and yes. thank you. Listeners, send us your passwords. <laughs> Just kidding. Do not do that. Why, not have do that. Us- Why have we not done this yeah. before? We're six <laughs> seasons in and we've never asked anyone for their passwords before. Yeah, oh my what God. the hell? Hook us up, listeners. <laughs> just kidding please don't. podcasting doesn't pay give us yeah your give us your passwords <laughs> well i have watched it so i can do the same thing that you did I, for I, jack i have friends who are obsessed with it and all i know is that i've heard so much about how fantastic vico is in it and oh um, yes so i love Vico's them so in much it, which so is amazing i know and i do i do want to watch it i just i can't convince kelsey to let me get another streaming service right i get now. it i get it and vico is huge like vico is a, a big character in the show as they should be as they should be they're awesome the show is just very very queer which (laughs) of course check mark it's like and to be like so sweet bitter season two we did all the history of pirates so and it was all about like how pirates are gay basically right and then this show comes out that's like pirates are gay right but it's like everyone's on the ship it's a bunch of men and non-binary people because Vico's on the ship and they're mostly all sleeping with each other or like falling in love with each other there's like multiple relationships with the men on board like multiple so it's not just like oh we're a bunch of men who love women but we're all here just yeah, us. yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you know like they don't really lean into that they lean more into like more of even like poly type stuff too where it's like there's these two characters who are like (laughs) they get caught sleeping together and this guy tries to like blackmail them by being like oh well I saw your partner was painting that other guy naked and the other guy's like yeah he paints everyone on the ship naked like we don't own each other <laughs> and you're just like this is amazing, amazing. Yes. like it's so and it's like pretty accurate to like how things probably would have been on a pirate ship because it's like even to like black there's like a whole love story between blackbeard and steed bonnet who's like steed is like the gentleman pirate who, who they're following that's completely fabricated like there's no <laughs> there's no uh evidence that Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet had a love story together but their love story is really sweet and it's like they're both figuring out like they're in love with each other by the end of it 
But even that is like Blackbeard has like an ex. Calico Jack comes on the ship and like is his ex and is like, yeah, we used to hook up like every everything goes on sea on the sea. You know what I mean? Like it's like so just like. What happens at sea stays at sea. Yes. Really. Yes. But they also there's just, no there's no laws out there. No. No. And that's the awesome part about it is like because there's no laws, of course, everyone's gay. Like people are inherently gay and they're just like really playing with that. That just like everyone on the ship is just like, yeah, we hook up. Why not? Like you're hot. I'm hot. I like you. Let's do it. And then there's a really sweet love story between Jim, who is played by Vico and Vico's character also is a really interesting play on gender. I think they're non-binary on the show, but it's also like they play around with it a lot of like Mm. either Jim is a trans man or non-binary or but like Jim comes out and is like, I'm just Jim. Like, I'm not a woman. Mm. And everyone on the ship's like, oh, cool. (laughs) right like it's like I don't know that's one of the things I love about the show is that it treats queerness as something that's just like okay every day yeah 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 like there's no like concern about anyone accepting anyone for who they are (gasps) sorry this sorry this just reminded me of something which actually is is one of my sorry i have to jump us back to gentleman jack real fast just to say this one thing because you just reminded me of it and i can't believe that i forgot it when i was talking about the season i got caught up in the x drama it's it's my fault okay there's an episode in season two of gentleman jack and the episode name is called it's not illegal right yeah which is funny because i think isn't that like the big quote from season one when she when ann lister's in the carriage with her giant thermometer and she's like so what if i want to travel with my thermometer like it's not illegal right like isn't that one of the quotes from season one i think probably yeah but in season two there's this whole episode because okay there's the this is like so there's so unnecessary and information but the whole like through line of season two is that ann walker is trying to get a split of her estate with her sister but there's all this drama because her sister's husband who is this like smarmy scottish dude who is absolutely the worst and is like possibly a lizard person is (laughs) terrible and he clearly like does not want this to happen because he had the sister sign over all of her land to him already and clearly wants to get Anne's Anne walker's land as well when she doesn't marry and he's like well everything's going to be coming to us like why do we need to get lawyers involved (laughs) and he's the worst anyways so he starts trying to like throw a wrench in this whole thing by claiming that like she's still not of sound mind and she's being manipulated by unnatural forces in the form of Ann Lister. And so he's basically being like, they're lesbians and therefore she can't be trusted because lesbians. And it's like he's trying to like gay panic his way into getting all of her land. And at one point he goes to talk to their lawyer and he's like trying to insinuate all of these things. And he's like, you might remember this case in Edinburgh last year about these two women oh my god you know and he's like it was a big scandal and all this stuff and the lawyer there's this incredible scene where the lawyer like shuts him 
down. And he's like, actually, he's like, the case wasn't against the two women. He's like, the case was against the woman who accused them of such acts. And she <laughs> lost. And he's like, and she lost and had to pay them all of these damages for impugning their honor and like besmirching their good name and all of this stuff. And he's like, and because the judge who ruled against that woman was like, you know, He's like, no crime can have been committed because he's like, A, you have no proof of any of this existing. And even if it did exist, like, were such a thing possible, (laughs) there is no law against it. Yeah. And so he's like, there's no way for a crime to have been committed because even if this were like, you know, even if lesbians could exist, it's not illegal. illegal. And it was like, it was such a fucking incredible payoff where he's like, the only person who was ruined in that case was the woman making these allegations. And it was amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, same thing, like not exactly the same idea, because, of course, everyone is still like, there's what? Like two women yeah, uh, very uh, different. Yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Some kissing like a man and a woman do when they're married, like it was not quite the acceptance that I think our flag means death, uh, you know, has. Yeah. But it was kind of like this really it was sort of like a nice touch for a period piece to like land this thing of like, hey, even if you did decide to go there, like you could never win just based on this alone. Like, even if the whole season other than that is just people going like, unnatural forces. And you're like, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's like the thing that I love the most about Our Flag Means Death. That's like, also like Taika Watiti, who like wrote and directed it. Like, he also worked on Thor Love and Thunder was the director, mm-hmm. I think. And Which I'm just, I saw like, you just went to see, huh? Yes. And I'm... <laughs> Well, I'm loving that Taika Waititi specifically, I don't know, he's not queer, right? Or is he? He is a a question mark, I would say. Um, I don't think that he himself has like expressly come out and claimed any sort of label. Um, But I also feel like he talks in a way that like feels very much like he is associating himself with the queer community, I believe. Um, So I don't know. I don't know that I've seen anything concrete one way or the other. My point is he literally has said this is a quote from him that says, we're all queer, <laughs> just I, well, to varying is, degrees, right? Like, Is and, this a fair, I feel like he's not not queer. He's Does not that, not queer, I agree. Yeah, he's right? Does that feel right? But I, I feel just like love that, that he's, ba- right. he's like going out of his way to write these stories and tell these stories. And like to use that, like it was the same thing in Thor where it was like, yeah, some people are queer. And it's like, whatever, nobody cares. You know, it's like very like, it happens. It's there. It's just woven into the story. Cool. And I just like the way that he's been putting those stories out into the universe. While we're talking about that, maybe I'll use that as a transition into, um, again, as of us recording this, uh, I'm still only like a handful of episodes into the season, but I do also enjoy how they did that in Only Murders in the Building. Yes. Because I feel like Mabel's sexuality, like in season one... I'm not going to say that there were not vibes. Like, listen, we all got vibes from Mabel and her best we friend all, in the flashback yeah, scenes, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> but they, it, there was never it. Like, I feel like you could have done a should have been gay on season one, yes. you know. And season two, they just like pivot that right around into like, and now I'm kissing Cara Delevingne, and you're like, and you never really 
commented on this at all. Like, so season one is all about like, oh, it will she, won't she, she and Oscar, there's these sparks from when they were young and whatever. And then Oscar just like, whoop, like out the door, <laughs> like just out of the picture, isn't even in season two. And then all of a sudden there's this like hot young artist and she're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, sees and the first episode of the season when I'm like, I'm like, and now kiss. Like, they meet, and I was like, kiss, 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 kiss. Yep. There's obviously sparks flying. And I didn't actually think that they would. And then they, like, immediately go there, and they immediately go there and just, like, brush it aside as being, like, not even a thing, you know? Like, well, and I love, too, like, how I'm, like, Martin Short. I'm, like, what's his yeah. name in the thing? But, like, it's just, like, all the kids are by. Like, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's not a thing. So it and is he's just, right. Yeah. yeah, and he's correct. <laughs> and he's not wrong. Yes. Like, he is correct. It's accurate. Everyone is queer. Everyone is queer. Everyone under age 20, for sure. I mean, come on. Um, but that's why I love it. Like, they, it was just very, like, not a thing, not a big deal. They didn't spend, it wasn't like you had to watch Mabel be like, a girl, do I have feelings for a girl? What would this mean about me? How would my elderly male podcast co-hosts feel about yeah. this? <laughs> like, no, I mean, it was just like not even addressed at all. They're just like, and now we're dating. And you're like, okay. Cool. I cool. am just loving this trend for TV. Yeah. I just feel like this is how I want it to be. That like the majority of the stories on our screen include queer people in the same way that they would include a straight person. That yeah. Like you're never like, and I have to come out as straight. And that also, I think, brings us into Umbrella Academy because in Umbrella Academy, so Elliot Page came out as trans. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what's going to happen with Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Because, like, he was not playing a trans character in season two, right? Yeah. And Netflix came out early on saying that they were going to work that into the show. And I think no one really knew what that was going to mean, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like it was the same thing where they, like, one episode, Elliot Page's character is like, I'm Victor now. It's who I've always been. Great. And like Love it. every sibling has a little bit of a different reaction. So like we do get a few different ways that they're that they're responding to that. But all of the ways are supportive, first of all. Like none of the ways are like, oh my God. Yeah. And the How only will one- you ever have yeah. a family? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only one that like takes a little bit longer is Luther, just because Luther is so slow. <laughs> but it's sure, just because sure, sure, sure. he like is like wait what I and then it's like okay like five minutes later he's like oh okay cool like so I also really liked how they did it where it was like I'm Victor that's all you need to know like this is who I've always been you're gonna like that's it and they're like okay cool we accept you and we're gonna keep calling you by your correct name by your proper pronouns like there's not a lot of confusion after that and then we go into the keep going into the story Right. So I love how they did that because they do make it a point to see Victor as Vanya in the beginning. Yeah. And then the transition into Victor. But they also make it like a thing that everyone accepts and it's cool and does not change anything about where the story goes. And I love it. Nice. Yeah. So I think they did a good job with that. I don't know. Listeners, let us know what you think about how how they handled that. But I thought they did a good job with it. And I appreciate, too, that they did that in general, right? Yeah. Like, because I was concerned 
And obviously, I guess they would like they wouldn't. But I feel like there was like a little bit of concern inside me that they were just going to keep Elliot Page playing Banya with like no changes. And I was like, I don't feel like that feels right. No. And it's it's also it. It feels like not that long ago that you would have just been like, oh, I guess they'll have to figure out how to like write that character off, you know. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there I don't feel like that ever really occurred to to people as the likely scenario for what was going to happen. Like, I think there might have been questions of like, how are they going to handle this and how will it be treated, you know, and, and how will the plot incorporate it and stuff like that. But I don't I don't feel like when Elliot came out that there was a lot of expectation that that was going to be like the end of the show or the end of that character. You know, it just yeah. so I, I just feel like it's important to at least call out the, you know, we have made some strides. We have made some strides. Over the years. That's all I'm saying. OK, who? what's next? What are we talking about next? Do you want to do you want to like get Let's into do, well, do you want to like get into the deep stuff now so that we leave ourselves yeah let's stuff give to, ourselves to go into yeah well i don't know what's happy actually all three of these left are not that happy but we can talk about let's talk about killing you first are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week may 6th to may 13th it's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Because I don't want to end on that. I, I feel like that's clearly the most uh, depressive part of this episode is going to be talking about Killing Eve. So. Yes, yes. So we have to talk about the Killing Eve finale because as we're talking about how far we've come killing eve like i feel like honestly like i feel heavy yeah talking about this it's rough and i know we we talked about it a little bit when it happened in in a this week 
But we have. But like, I, can I tell you, I still ref- I have not watched the last season because I I just can't bring myself to do it. I'm like I watched the I watched clips throughout it, and I've watched I I watched the ending, but no, I just I like I can't. I'm not ready yet. I'm like I don't think I'm actually in a place where I want to do this to myself. There's and so honest, much more out there for honestly, me right now. You don't have to. Just don't. Like you don't have to. But I think the thing that's like so disheartening about it is because we all it's like I don't know we all were at a at least for me I'm like I'm at a place where I'm like wow we've come so far like there's no way they're gonna end this in a way that like brings us back 25 fucking years like when okay when was the big barrier gaze what year was that the worst one was uh Klexa and that was 2016 is that right 2016, yes. Okay, so I'm like, bring us back six years, let's say, right? Like, I mean, yeah, but Klexa a- was bad because it felt reminiscent of, you know, the decade earlier and, and like, the aughts heydays of just, like, oh, character's gay, better. Kill him off in three episodes after Sweeps Week, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, it's just... <sighs> and I, I still, like... <sighs> this Killing Eve is not a happy show. I understand that. Like, people die all the time. (sighs) But it still just felt like they were like, let's take a roadmap of Barrier Gaze and follow it exactly and pat ourselves on the back. Like, look, we really did something cool here. Yeah. By by following this trope that's so harmful. The trope was so harmful. It was so unnecessary and it was so wildly out of touch with the show as the show had existed (laughs) for so many seasons like that's not the story of your show and uh and it was oh man it just it was out of touch the writer's room and showrunner's response to it was Horrible. Was horrible and was even more out of touch and was like, felt kind of downright, like almost antagonistic to <laughs> queer communities in ways. Like, the I'm sorry, but having your showrunner be like, oh, and then Eve like bursts out of the water where you just watched, like, uh, sorry, um, yeah, yeah, watching Eve, like where you just watched Villanelle get shot and then get these like blood angel wings Wings, in the water and now eve bursts forth and lets loose a cry of freedom because now she's free from this whole story and you're like what what in the world are you living in what in the fuck like that it's basically like being like hey let's add some biblical imagery to our it's just a phase kind of wrap up of this show (laughs) and you were like what just happened in your brain? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I cannot imagine. I just also on? cannot imagine being in that writer's room because I feel like before the finale, too, they were literally like, we're so excited about the finale. We oh love it. God. Like, you're going to freak out. Over, like, you know what I mean? They were like so proud of it, too. Like, that's the thing that like wrecks me is like, it's... they were so, they thought they had <sighs> nailed it. They thought they crushed it. And I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? If you asked me to, like, engineer 
a scenario that could have been more harmful to the queer fans of that show. I don't think, think I, I could. No, no. Like, I honestly don't think I could have thought of anything that harmful and badly done and, like, over-the-top, like, spiteful to gays <laughs> to watch. It was hideous. That's the thing where I'm just, it like... It was hideous. Like, 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 we obviously, like, endings are tough, okay? I'm... Endings are tough in general, right? Every, like, every great show, like, there's so many great shows that, like, people hate the finale, right? Like, no shit. But I agree. It's, like, (laughs) I could have been, like, okay, like, maybe they kill her, but they both die together. Oh, crazy. Like, okay, like, I hate that they died, but whatever. Or maybe, like, Eve ends up killing Villanelle, and, like, then she has, like, agency over like this toxic relationship and i don't want her to kill villanelle but do you know what i mean like come everything about it was like eve was like both of them were finally in a happy place and then just ripped to shreds i just here's okay (laughs) i feel like the only thing that i could think of to like make that finale worse is if you had like some like very posh like elderly british woman at the end like walk past and like point at villanelle in the water and be like yeah dykes like that's what you get like <laughs> that's like the old like how yeah. else yeah. could you make it worse yeah. like how could you make it more homophobic i don't think you could you couldn't like you i couldn't. honestly don't think you could you right? literally couldn't it's oh so God. bad it's so bad yeah. it was just yeah. the uh Okay, I feel so, like that's all I can stand talking enough. about it. That's I can't enough. do it. That's enough. Okay, okay we so- talked to... What do you think is sad about the other two, though? I feel no. like I have nothing but good things to say. Are, about Yellow Jackets and the Wilds? I'm just saying yes. like, both of those shows are like people stranded on an island. So on one of them, people eat each other. Like, I don't think that's Yeah, like, dude. Yippee! Happy! And it's incredible. Let's it talk is, about how great it is. <laughs> it is great. I'm just saying it cracks me up that you're like, yeah, let's end on a really high note. <laughs> Okay, let's start with Yellow Jackets first, which, like, look, again, not to say that, like, we made a podcast musical with, like, the coolest fucking cast ever, but But we've already talked about Vico and how they're killing it on our flag means death, so, like, let's also talk about Jasmine and how she is fucking killing it in Yellow Jackets and in everything she does. I will, okay, so I will say, first of all, queer queer rep in Yellow Jackets love it obsessed love it jasmine's older version is married with a child like yeah going like basically she possibly ate a dog but like listen whatever (laughs) but like about to be in power like we do have like a a strong fucked up yeah emotionally tortured but a strong lesbian lead character right Yeah, yeah um we do have i believe i would say some barrier gays because some gays die uh, in yellow jackets. Wait, with who? Um, what's? Um, well, this is my head canon, <laughs> but you know who. Sorry if anyone's seen it. You know who I'm talking about, Lee. You, uh, you're head canoning her as gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, oh, okay, that's fair. I'll, yeah, 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 I'll give you that one. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Even though, like, not actually. But are we? Are guess, we well, somehow that's the spoiler. That's too far. We've talked about every single plot point of every other show but in here. No, but you're like, I just feel like she that freezes was, to death. No, don't say it. Um, 
But yeah, I feel like <laughs> you can bleep it out. I'll make you okay. bleep it out. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, I'll just say it. Jackie, queer as hell. And she died. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, there was something there was something happening there. There was so something happening there. But yeah, love Yellow Jackets, too, for the fact that it's just like a bunch of women who pretty much are all in love with each other, like in varying degrees of whatever. Like Misty, I feel like is in love with. Um, I mean, Misty's cha- chaotic bisexual for sure. Yeah, like, yeah there's no like, chance. Come on. Christina Ricci, like just queer as hell. Like you can't not. You can't have Christina Ricci in anything and, like, have it not have queer energy. I feel like Christina Ricci, just Misty in general in that show, Misty extends the gay trope of, like, do I want to be her or do I want to kiss her by only adding or do I want to eat her to the end of it. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Truly hitting the gay trifecta right on the head, Misty. Like, nailed it. Fuck, Mary eat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, love it. <laughs> uh, I'm dead. I'm just you. That, that. Oh my god! But yeah, so we have a we have a lot of great queer rep in Yellow Jackets, like a lot. And I feel like Jasmine spearheading that shit. Like also the fact that a lot of the actors in it are actually queer in real life. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like you have that lived experience even if they might not have the lived experience of being stranded on an island and eating all their friends like the queerness really comes through you know yeah (laughs) so love that about yellow jackets cannot wait for the next season (laughs) yeah also just like i'm just i want that on a shirt (laughs) (laughs) yellow jackets fuck mary um (laughs) the what was i just gonna say I also feel like for most of these shows, too, the success of these shows makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, I feel like Yellow Jackets was a really well-received, really highly watched show and features a lot of queer storylines. Yeah. Plus, okay, here's the other thing. Yellow Jackets, to me, is another fun contrast show to First Kill. Because because it's it is good. yes yes no be, yes because here's the thing because it is it is also chaotic and campy and like bonkers but in a way that is taking itself more seriously yeah, yeah. and I feel like it is I do think there is value in having in having both, all of it yeah, yeah right in seeing the difference between a show where you're like oh it's like campy and chaotic but like in an artsy more serious way that's like more invested in like the narrative and the like character development and the right and it's like and that is a completely different type of show than first kill right like and that doesn't that doesn't necessarily make it not valuable like yes. they're both valuable in very different ways because sometimes you're in the mood for yellow jackets and sometimes you're like i just want like a pint of ice cream and like just nonsense like yes. just nonsense and that's when first I, comes yeah, in speaking like, of like being in the mood like it definitely take took a lot out of me to sit and watch yellow jackets <laughs> i know it did because i know i know how much it took me to get kelsey to watch it with me because it's like that's not her type of show right like it's a little too 
real dark. and serious yeah. and like spookier for her. Whereas like I didn't have to fight Kelsey at all to watch First Kill. Right. Yeah, it's and I'm ridiculous. like, if you ask me, like, which one would I prefer to sit and watch? Like, sometimes like I'm going to way more lean towards the Yellow Jackets in the same way that like for some reason the haunting shows were like my comfort shows throughout the pandemic. Like, why? <laughs> Couldn't why? tell you. Yeah, you're like, I but then other times I'm this. like, listen, I just want to watch gay Ro- Romeo and Juliet like make out up against their wall. And that's it. Like nothing. And I don't want to think too hard. Room for I don't want to be looking for clues. <laughs> I just. <laughs> just want to watch you bone against a peach tree why is that so hard to understand yes. like you know what i was thinking of this is not like so we have like first kill that's like more like teen soap opera i feel like vibe did we have any good gay reality tv this year oh I lesbians like, oh tampa bay's that i never watched because I, I feel I like everyone hated I- it didn't watch it so mm. i don't know if someone watched it please tell us what you thought yeah let us know because yeah, we'll trust you. We'll trust you. Let us know because I feel like that's the other thing that like we're missing a little bit. It's like I feel like we do need a bit more like trashy reality TV because I've been watching. Um, <laughs> this is so random, but not. I've been watching F Boy Island. Do you know that show? Have you heard of it? No. F Boy Island is basically these three girls date. There's 13 nice guys and 13 F boys. And oh, they have no. to like leave the island with a oh, nice guy. No. And they don't know who's nice and who's an F boy, blah, 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 whatever. It's so ridiculous. But I'm like, how great would a lesbian version of that be? Because you know, you have like someone, a queer woman who like looks like an F boy, but is so sweet and kind. And then like, there's like maybe this queer the woman. Just yeah, a sh- dozen Shanes yeah, on like a TV show. Yeah, like 13 Shanes. Just like. Just like trying uh, to like I, something visceral yeah. just happened in my body just now thinking about it. Oh no! I would love it. I hate it, but I would watch the shit out of it. Let's be real. Oh, the show is so bingeable. I love it so yeah. much. But um, yeah, or that's, we need another season of um. What's the what's the other one? What's the dating one that? Oh, uh, are you the went, one? It was so good. Are, yeah, we need another season of that because it was chaotic and I loved it. And that is like exactly the the kind of trash that you want sometimes. Sometimes we want trash of TV. Christmas was good too. Give us the trash TV. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um. Can we talk about our other plane crash? Yeah. Though? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So fucking loved the wild season two. Obsessed. Obsessed. Well, is it because your can your head cannon ship was really featured? Yes, of course <laughs> it is. Can I tell you something? And I'm sorry, listeners. I don't really care that much about Shelby and Tony. I mean, I love Shelby and Tony. I do. I do. I love. Sh- you know what it is? I love Shelby. Is the problem? I love watching people come into their gayness. Like as much as I know that we're like, I'm over the coming out stories, and we- it's been there, done that. We've seen it all before. But I still love it. I just love watching characters be like, I don't know. I'm just a little Southern belle, y'all, and I know what the Bible says about the gay, and it's not good. And then in like a week, they're just like, I would die for this girl. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. and you're like, sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sounds never right. not love her. And you're like, I'm. I'm Yep. I feel you. I feel yep. you, Shelby. We've all been yep. there. <laughs> we know, hon. I'm we know. Here, I'm here for it, though, because I want to have so much gay shit on my TV that, like, I can't be like, eh, don't really like this couple. Like, I want to be able to be like, okay, so I like, like, 11 out of 12. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I want to have a couple that I'm like, I don't have to root for you just because you're queer. Like, so that's that's my thing for me. And I'm sorry if everyone's going to come for me, but... <laughs> I don't know what it is. Come on. She cut all her hair off in a fit of 
gay emotion like that's that's that good gay shit ellie come yeah. on <laughs> i think too because it's like tone i feel like some people like that like Oh, like she's emotionally unavailable, but like she's available for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't. I'm like, I just am no, not I, about that. I do. I am with you on that. That I'm like, I feel like the reason I have a hard time with Shelby and Tony is that I'm like, Shelby, I get it. And this is like your first gay relationship and you're like whole heart in it right now. But like also Tony's kind of a mess. And like, say you do get off the island. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> lots of lesbians out there, Shelby. Yeah. Lots of lesbians out and, there. And like Tony, I feel like I sometimes mean to Shelby too. In no, a yeah, way. she's like, terrible. So I'm like, I don't know how much I like that, but but listen, love I'm gonna Batten. I'm gonna give him a chance in season three. I'm certainly here for it, but let's be real. Because here's the problem: in season one, I. I could not get as much behind Leah and Fatten because I didn't like Leah in season one because you didn't know, right? And and listen, I will still maintain that anyone that was super here for Leah in season one, like why, right? <laughs> like because all they're showing you is the is... stuff that you're supposed to believe is like a deluded, weird teenager infatuated with like a 30-year-old man. Yeah. And you shouldn't be here for that. It's weird and sad. And that's why the twist in season two was so, so good. amazing. And because as soon as they do that, and then they've spent the whole season basically being like, Leah and Fenton are very much in love with each other's faces all the time. Oh my God, look at these two being in love with each other. Here they are. And then having the whole payoff of like, and she then like plays everyone like a fiddle. And I was like, I love it. I love it. Like, because I'm sorry, but there is no, there is no way. There's no way that a show that we know like, because they have queer people on the writing team in in the wilds, right? So I'm like, there's no way that a show that is writing Shelby and Tony and ha- and like has an awareness of what they're doing writes the like I'll never not love her like yeah ditto bitch and you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> what what <laughs> you know what that means you know what you did here you know what you do you know what you just leaned very much into and if you don't pay off in season three you know that your entire li- like viewership is going will to revolt like burn you to the ground like wait also speaking of like not really paying off sorry Grace and Frankie needs to be on this list. <laughs> <laughs> because oh god this, oh god ellie <laughs> and also we have to do should have been going on it but i just finished the whole series I'll, how about this um i'll let kelsey do that episode because she has watched that whole show and i can't i can't bring myself to watch it i love it i'm obsessed with so that does show she, I, well i won't say she loves it I, sh- I know she enjoys it and i like i can't do it because i just can't get behind the husbands i cannot buy them as gay and i can't i just mm. well every time i Grace watch and it Frankie and Frankie are I'm gayer like, than them. they are so much gayer they're it's so insane. much gayer. It's insane. But yeah, we'll do like, a Grace and Frankie episode and we'll bring Kelsey on and and uh, and I'll just sit back. <laughs> honestly, I would love that because I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, like they need to pay it off. But like also if they don't, they won't. But it's OK. I still do feel like I like how we're thing. like recap of all the gayest shows and you're like Grace and Frankie should be on this list. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 it shouldn't. No, but. My point is, I was going to say, things that I love about a lot of this queer TV is like, okay, you can have more than one queer couple, but like most of them still only have one queer couple. Okay, The Wilds has one queer couple and one headcanon queer couple. Lies and hearsay. (laughs) And I'm 
It's got you. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I actually am curious to see if slander, go- slander, <laughs> Ellie. How will they you? go for it? Is my point. Like, will they go for it? Or is someone on any like line of production going to be like, mm, two queer, queer couples on this is, is too many? Because that's the same thing with Yellow Jackets. There's really only one canon queer couple mm. and one canon queer character, right? Sorry. Sorry, I'm getting distracted in my own head is what's happening right now. Uh, you're like, <laughs> I'm, and then no. our flag means death is the only one that has like multiple queer. Yeah, like, no, many uh, queer totally characters. accurate. I'm I'm only getting distracted because I'm realizing as we were talking about um back when we were talking about first kill and I was saying I love the like fell first, fell harder <laughs> mm-hmm. ship dynamic. Maybe that's why I love Leah Fatten fan fiction yeah. so much because I'm sorry there first, does not harder, exist yeah. a fan fiction for that ship that is not Leah fell first fat and fell harder like that's their only dynamic and I love it I love it <laughs> and I love it so much <sighs> I love it's it it's great listen that's a good dynamic people lean into that okay that's all I'm saying I feel like that's like that's whether it's the... in your fan fiction or season three of your show that's all <laughs> that's all lean in I feel like that's lean the in. most that's all the shit we have to talk about I think we had a lot if there's any other shows that came out in this past year or we didn't do any movies because usually we cover those in less essentials so we were like we're not going to cover that right now but um wait sorry i will say we know there is one notable show that we did not include in this list it's because we do have a dedicated episode coming up in two weeks on a little witchy show that that you know we know and love. That's all. Yes, with a with a fun guest. That's all I'm saying. We That's know all. we left one off. We it's did. Leave, you're yeah, gonna listen we... to us talk about nothing but that in two weeks. <laughs> and we've done already two episodes with people from the shh, cast last season. <laughs> listen, we yeah. love what we love. We love don't, it. Don't. We love it. We love it. But we yeah, if there's anything us. else you want us to check out, please let us know. You can send us an email. You can uh, message us on Instagram or Twitter. We try to see everything. But, like, there's only so much we can we're, do. We're so, only two professional lesbians, you know? Listen. We're doing our best to, like, watch it all and regurgitate what we have seen to you. But but all, all in all, a pretty good year for Queer Rep A pretty TV. good year. You know what else I do want to comment on real quick? Is every single one of these kind of like a streaming service or like a subscription service, right? Because what do we have? I'm just looking down our list. So we have HBO, Netflix, HBO, Amazon, Hulu, Yellow Jackets was Showtime and Umbrella Academy is Netflix. So listen, I'm just going to say network television, like up your fucking game. Okay. Because like, listen, I granted we're going to give Netflix uh, endlessly shit for canceling all our shows. (laughs) Um, Still (coughs) hasn't renewed for a skill, but at least they're like make at least they're trying. (laughs) At least they give us a season of something to get upset about losing. Uh, What network TV? Come on. What are you doing? Get it together. All right, we are going to head into our Q and Gay. Let's do it. Q, 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 and Gay. Our first Q and Gay of season six, Ellie. Cannot wait. Let's freaking do it. All right, I'm going to start. I'll ask you a question, Lee. Here we go. Question number one. What's your favorite type of show? A, vampire, B, pirates, C, period piece, or D, plane crash? I mean, listen, I... Uh, this is a, an attack. It's hard to pick, but mm-hmm. I will say since it covers like two of my favorite shows this this past year, I'm gonna go with D Plane Crash because I knew it. I'm <laughs> I'm so here for both of them. Like I just I do feel like it. Plane Crash is probably the best lesbian genre we have. It's a great what a great premise. Like why crash is it all those planes? So good. Like yeah. it's basically batting two for two. Yeah, I'm here for it. it's amazing. <laughs> Question two, Ellie. 
Were you okay with the Killing Eve finale? Yes or no? That's a hard no. That's a no. (laughs) Not okay. We'll never be okay. No. All right, question number three. Who is your favorite wild ship? A, Shoney, or B, Leeton? Listen, I love them both, but I I am kind of here for for Leon Fatten these days. I can't lie. We knew you. Were. I'm 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 curious to see what season three is going to bring for both of them. Let's put it that way, because Shoni had a rough season too. Like Tony was in a bad place. You it know, was tough. Like, Martha was dying and catatonic, and it's just not a lot of good things happening. No, and she's all like, uh, "Love, now I'm going to be a bitch," and you're like, "Ugh, Ugh. Tony." Get it together. Get it like, together. Like, I know you have trauma, but but come on. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, they could really pull Shoni around in season three for me, but also if they leaned into Lee and Fatten, like, I would fucking lose it. Let's be real. I think we all would. You would. Yeah. Yeah. We all would. Question four, Ellie. Is everyone queer? A, yes. B, yes. Mm-hmm. C, yes. Yep. Or D, all of the above. <laughs> all right. Let me think about this. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I'm going to have to say D, all of the above, Alex. Correct. Correct answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. All- it's actually who is all of the above. Yes. Who is all of the above? If our TV shows can be believed, it is definitely D, all of the above. So, and I'm this, here for it. And this podcast, yes. It's the world we deserve, honestly. Ugh, so good. All right, question number five, Lee. What was your favorite new LGBTQ plus show of 2022? A, First Kill. B, Our Flag Means Death. C, Yellow Jackets. Or D, Heartstopper. Oh, man. Listen, I have to go with Yellow Jackets. I just do. And not only because I love Jasmine, although I do love That's Jasmine. That's a huge reason, though. Um, And not only because I love Christina Ricci, <laughs> although... And Melanie Linsky. Love. Well, that's who I was going to go next. <laughs> Although I do love Christina Ricci. And not only because, <laughs> but also I love Melanie Linsky. And not only because it got so many Emmy nominations, but also it got so many Emmy nominations. Uh, and but not no, I just, only I, because you love Juliette Lewis. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. How could I have forgotten? Yes. Um. Correct. All correct reasons. Uh. No, I just I do. I'm like, I am very here for like a slightly spooky, like kind of mysterious. Lots of question marks. Who's wearing antlers? Who got eaten? No one even knows. And it's gay. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Check all of my boxes, please. So, yeah, it, I think it's Yellow Jackets. I was a big fan. It's Yellow Jackets for me, too, even though, like, emotionally it took a lot out of me. Like, it just is such a (laughs) fucking good show. It's just so, like, it's so well done, so well acted, and agreed. Like, anything that Jasmine is in, I will wholeheartedly watch. Listen, my my follow-up is just Jasmine's uh, Jasmine's, music um, video. video (laughs) Sounds right. Sold. Sold. Remember, everyone, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from all of you, and we love building this community, so we just like to shout out some of our favorite things every episode, and we want to start with a shout out to one of our listeners, Maggie, who I think we've shouted out before, but also just messaged us again, keeping us up to date on all the ins and outs of finally dating women. And so, listen, we just want to say, A, love that for you, Maggie. We're (laughs) so excited. Glad it's going well. 
And B, if you also, you know, do you just need like some some dating relationship advice? Do you just want to tell us about the cute date you just went on with a girl? Like, yes, please send please us send all them, of that. Honestly, DM us, email us, whatever. We want it. <laughs> because, yeah, Maggie messaged us and I'll keep all the information private. But like asking for some dating advice and then I sent her some stuff back and I felt so good to be like, oh, like I know things. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, and then like, you I get to help. hear how it yeah. went and it's just like, it's that's our dream. That's the dream. It's very exciting. Send us that. So yes, you can send that. it to us. We promise we will keep what you say to us anonymous, but we still like talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Also, it makes us so much happier than the absolute garbage uh, fire that some of you saw um, what it's like to try to oh promote posts on Facebook. So like, Listen, sometimes you pay to get your posts out there on Facebook and what you get instead is a whole bunch of like conservative right wing bullshit like responses of like vomit vomit emojis emojis. and like it's nightmarish and then you have to waste time paying to go through and block and delete all of this stuff. And of course, you it, there's just an endless wellspring of it, so you can't ever keep up with it. But it did make us happy how many people responded to the story where we posted that, you know, just commiserating with how ridiculous it is and um, the dumpster fire that uh, that trying to maintain a queer presence on social media is Can these be. days. Yeah. So. We're doing our best. Thanks to everyone. It just at least made us feel like there's more of you out there who, you know, like who are not who are doing the opposite of vomiting. Doing the opposite. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. There you go. So just that that lifted us up a little bit. Thank you, because it does suck sometimes. Yes. And on a lighter note, we want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons who always support us, other than those stupid people on Facebook. Starting with Mark Foster. Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rosashino, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Aidy Benitez, Fiona W., and our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Julia Gonzalez, and Leah Henley. Thank you all so much for your constant support. And just as a reminder to all of you, we are going to be starting to put Patreon bonus episodes out. So if you've been supporting us for a long time, it's time you get some extra content. And if you want to join now, now is the time. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also are posting videos on our YouTube channel, and you can subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way to do that is to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate the feedback, and it helps other people find the show. If you want to support us financially and get access to our special new Patreon bonus episodes, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get access to our watch parties and our Discord chat, which is one of our favorite places. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash lesshop. Season six is the perfect time to re-up and just say, you know what? I love Les Hangout. I want a shirt. I want a mug. Let's get it. Remember, we also have a queer production company. We are making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. And you can find us everywhere at Dollar Bean Prod. Or you can find us at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame. It's up on any podcasting app, and that will help you prepare for our live show coming up on September 15th at 54 Below in New York. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.